0: Stupider than Jupiter podcast. Uh, what's up, y'all? This is shalon Thomas doing another solo pod thing, another review style thing. Um, I did one before Mortal Kombat, and I wasn't, you know, a hundred percent on it because you know it was a lot of me ranting and raving, and without anybody to um go back and forth with, I was like, oh, is really people gonna really fuck with this? But you know. I'm like, it's my show. Do what I want. And one of my favorite shows just came back is Euphoria. And uh, after watching episode one, it kind of got me thinking about, you know, bringing back, doing solo review, podcast, rant, whatever the fuck I want to call this shit. Probably rants. Just like me ranting about the show, because that's basically what it's going to be. And I got notes, because I'm a good student. So, I'm going to do episode one and two together because it's a uh, Friday and um, two episodes already came out. So I'm going to try to do both of them in, you know, one episode. It's spoilers, obviously. The fuck? Why wouldn't I be spoiling shit? Um, so let's get this shit started. So I'm going to, like I said, episode one and two, I'm going to kind of talk about every character and just keep your shit moving like that. So first and foremost is Fez. Fez is my nigga. He's the, white, he's the the whitest nigga that I ever know. Love him to death. Best character in the show. Most relatable character to me, which I don't know what that says about me, but he just is. <sighs> I wish him all the best. I hope he smashes Judd Apatow's daughter. I hope he, you know, hope he doesn't like watch Knocked Up while he's doing it because that'd be kind of weird, but I wish him all the money and all the pussy that he can handle. Um, We get a backstory to Fez with his grandma being like a crazed version, like a Dolly Parton's sister never got famous. It was like Dolly Parton's drug dealing sister. That's basically what she reminded me of. And I think I seen her in something else. I'm gonna have to IMDB her. Let me, hold on. Give me a moment, cause I swear I know that lady from somewhere. Oh, fuck it, I ain't got time. But loved her Love as its backstory It made a lot of sense Again, I don't know what it says about me For me to be like, relate to that Relate to that Not that, relate to that though It kind of sets up the uh, Confrontation between him and Nate You know, early on in the episode So I kind of saw that coming Still loved it, but you know It was telegraphed like a motherfucker So anybody who was like Oh my God. Like y'all clearly weren't paying attention. But you know, like I said, I hope I hope all the best in Fez's future. Uh speaking of Fez, I'm gonna go ahead and go to Rue. And the scene in the car, bruh. Why in the fuck was she there? Like the whole time I'm like, bro why why is Rue here? Why is Rue here? Why the fuck? She doesn't need to be here. There's no reason for her to be here. There's no story reason for her to be here. There's no logical reason for me to be here. Why the fuck is she here? Every time she opens her mouth, I'm like, bro, why are you here? You don't not need to be here. Did you just sneak in the car? Did this nigga forget you? You were just passed out in the car and he was like, fuck it. I got time for this shit. And you just gonna ride with us? Like, why was she there? I know for drugs, but like, bro, why was she on the way to a drug deal? <laughs> she made no sense to me. And honestly, I was never 100% on board with Rue because I've dealt with a lot of addicts in my life. Still dealing with a couple in my life. And I don't know if you did. Addicts are very annoying. They're very annoying. They're very selfish. And unless you have like an abundance of patience and really just an abundance of patience you really hold on y'all damn cat out now watch his ass be climbing, scratching at my dough like two seconds later but yeah i can't i can't fuck with ruber i've dealt with too many addicts too many motherfucking just lies and stealing your shit and, just the brain just does it just like you just ignore all logic as long as it gets to the drug that you need it's just it's a lot it's a lot to take in it's a lot to deal with and just from the me already dealing with addicts in my personal life and then watching an addict despite how young and semi-attractive she is it just i can't i just especially after you know, last season with her, you know, struggling to get. And you know what? I'll put a pause on that because, no, fuck that. So, again, I already was on 50-50 with Rue because I'm like, yeah, you're an addict. There's reasons why you get petty attacks. And of course, there's a reason why you do the drugs. But again, you treated all your friends like pieces of shit and you kind of lobbed on to Jules in this super unhealthy way and kind of like, put all of your eggs in one basket. And when that basket tipped over, you went right back to being on drugs and almost died again. But the thing that kind of pisses me off even more is that like in half of the last season, you were sober because Jules was like, yo, if you, I, I got enough shit to deal with in my life, I don't need to be friends with somebody who's trying to fucking kill herself. I'm just not with it. And Jules was like, and Jules uh, and Rue said, okay, I'm going to do my best to be sober. And she did for, she did somewhat. She tried the best way she could to be sober. and She was pretty sober for a good little minute and she was chilling. But now that she and Rue are together, now that Rue and Jules are together, it seems like Rue is just like, well, fuck it. I'm going to still just do all the drugs I want to do. And then I'm like, wait, what? Shouldn't you, like, be good? Shouldn't you be, like, balanced? Like, why are you back to doing the drugs that you weren't doing in season one when you were fucking And y'all weren't even in a couple yet. Y'all are just friends with quote-unquote benefits. With benefits pending. <laughs> Y'all were friends with benefits pending. But now all of a sudden, you just doing drugs just to do drugs? Like, what the fuck is going on? And then you fucking wrote Dominic Fike into this shit. And I love Dominic Fike. Love his music. I love the nigga who he he's fucking, I gotta remember his name, whoever he's fucking playing in the show. I like his ass. Even though I see him as getting, as an allegory for drugs, I don't think his, and hopefully they go more into him as a character in the future. But I just see him as a representation of drugs. So it's kind of like here's Rue fighting for the love of jewels. And then Elliot, oh, remember his name. Elliot represents her love of drugs. Because from what I can tell, remember and tell that nobody really in Rue's friend group Fucks with drugs the way that she does, except for Elliot. And I think that's the main, her main attraction to him so far. And I think they hint, there's a couple of hints that that will change, especially for Elliot. And we'll see, you know, that bridge burn when it gets to that point. But at this point, I think Rue is just using him as. Not necessarily excuse to do drugs, but just like, ooh, I found somebody to kind of own some Thelma and Louise shit. Like, I got somebody to go into the mountain with me, into the cavern with me. So hopefully that kind of changes as time goes by. Cause like I said, I, I fucks with um, Dominique Fight Elliot in the show. Cruz's uh, mom is fine. Shit, her mom is fine. Like, damn. I hope old boy Ali. I gotta remember that nigga's real name. I think he gay in real life, though, but... I hope Ali get to smash Rue's mom. I don't think he will, because he a good nigga, and it'd be kind of weird as fuck to be smashing the mom of your sponsor. I th- I feel like that's... That is, that is uh... <laughs> not ideal. Oh, I'm all over the place. Okay. Catherine. A nigga can't fuck. And, um... You can't. Apparently, you can't. They kind of skirt away from that, but it's kind of super... They kind of make it extremely obvious and then skirt away from it to be like, well, yeah, he's super sweet and he's super nice. She put cute and handsome on the same pros. I'm like, that's not... This is nothing. And I thought that would get to that point because they kind of skirt around their sex life, except for the part when... Catherine is having a, a fantasy about the Dolph Racky nigga fucking the shit out of her. So I don't know why she didn't, why she was doing the pros and the cons go, is this nigga sex subpar? Because it's never brought up, which is weird. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see how that happens. I'm. That's the least interesting aspect of this season to me so far. So, you know, we'll see. Uh, McKay, a.k.a. Young Kevin Hart with braids. Um, He was in it for two seconds. Uh, I hope he's fucking a black woman. I hope he gets some black women Mm -hmm. in the show. And this ain't no shot of Cassie. Cassie got beautiful titties. She got a decent ass for a white girl. Kudos to Cassie. I'll get to her in a second. But as far as McKay goes, I really want him delve more into his character and I think I want more in-depth into... His role in college as far as him being a freshman no longer a freshman now on the football team because one of the things that kind of annoyed me and about season one about McKay is that they kind of like gave him and again I, I, I used to play football so maybe again this is might just be might just be my it kind of hit on this notion that McKay wasn't getting the proper shots or he wasn't getting no play time. He wasn't getting, I guess the accolades and the respect that he assumed he would get just from being a good high school football player. But the thing that kind of got me was one, you already got to see that McKay was the type of person growing up to kind of practice twice as hard, work twice as hard was the type of he was just like above his work ethic is what got him that scholarship is what got him that far. But I never saw that work ethic when he was in college. Like it was just when he was supposed to be studying film, he's doodling on the paper. You don't see him training, doing two a days, like doing the prac, like working out before practice or studying or doing anything, doing everything in his power to start. It just made it seem like well, he did all this work. Oh, I'm going to this A1 college. It's gonna take me to the pros. But I'm like, you're not doing like that's not the. That's not the end of the story. That's the beginning of the story. And again, hopefully, I see more in depth into that, and maybe you know more into him trying to be the best, and maybe some of the racist shit. Because I feel like he go to uh, it's probably a uh, stand-in for maybe like Alabama State or Florida State, where it's a predominantly white, or maybe University of Georgia, where it's a high ranking football school, but it's predominantly white. <sighs> high ranking football school and you know dealing with the racism that they kind of touched on in the beginning of his like backstory thing. But yeah, I want I want more from McKay man because I feel like I feel like he got a he got the short end of the stick in season one. Who are we gonna hit? Cassie and fucking Nate. Okay. So I got it. I have no idea why the fuck Cassie let that nigga fuck. You know, it was going to happen, but it was just like, but, you know, give Cassie, not no credit, but to give her a mulligan, she had going through a lot. She just had an abortion. She just broke up with McKay. Apparently didn't even get his nigga a, a tried and true reason as to why they broke up. Then to turn around and fuck your best friend's ex is, again, the bisexual sociopath, Nate Jacobs, does not need to be really fucking anybody. And it just, it automatically, it it really read, and I think this is on purpose, but it really read like predator and prey. This is a very, whereas Maddie and Nathan were kind of, Buckling heads, this is really Nathan... I don't know why I'm calling this nigga by his full name. Nate really being in control and kind of manipulating Cassie into what he wants. But I don't think he's doing it on purpose. I think he is... And another thing that kind of annoys me is the episode between one and two doesn't really do a good job as timing so I don't know how much time passed between the fight and Nate going home I it had to be at least a couple of weeks because I, again it's kind of hard to say I think it's maybe a couple of weeks I would have to say a couple of weeks at most so I don't but it makes it seem like well one they've been f- one Nate has that whole thing about imagining the life with Cassie and pregnant. pregnant woo. woo, woo. Um, starting the family, him hating his dad. And then then basically dies and gets reborn as new Nate, which is basically the same Nate with a lot less people getting beat to death and then showering in their bathroom. But I don't know. As far as Nate really liking Cassie, he seems to care about her or be kind of a track, like can't stop. Being feeling something for her, um that was hinted in the you know scene in the truck in the construction site when he basically breaks up with her, which is another another weird thing because I feel like one, why to drive all the way out there just to tell her that like you literally is fucking in like but that's definitely for the show, but that kind of annoyed me, but another thing that annoyed me was. Cassie goes, well, I think us fucking was a mistake. And Nate basically responds like, yo, don't put that in. Don't text that because that shit will get back to us. But when he meets up with her and is like, yo, I really like you. Like you more than I thought I would. But I feel like if we was to actually do this, it would just cause more harm than good and I think that we should chill out. She just fucking having has a nervous breakdown and I'm like, what the fuck bitch just said that she ain't wanna fuck this nigga. Why are you having a nervous breakdown right now? God damn, white women in peril, I swear to God. But um so of course they fuck again. And this nigga Nate saying fucking snide shit about, well Maddie will try to kill me, but she'll definitely kill you. And I'm like, nigga, why would you how can you look Maddie in the eye I'm like this nigga oh my god it's like, even when, it's like one step forward and 30,000 steps back for this man but uh, ain't no telling what's gonna happen with that bullshit uh, Maddie is gonna get a threesome she is gonna become the thruple in this married couple or at least just start smashing the wife cause the wife is bad I have no idea who she is Uh, she looked like a white woman in, like, a Law & Order show or one of them, like, NCIS shows. You know, somebody tell me who she is. I have no idea who she is, but um, apparently she was rubbing on Maddie like, I'm gonna eat that pussy, baby. And she probably will. So, um, kudos to Maddie. She's gonna get a threesome. Apparently wants to get back with Nate for no reason other than that's just a nigga that I know. And I'm like, bruh, just... Fucking fuck with Big Meach. Oh, shout out to Big Meach. So big just yeah, just fuck Big Meach. i fuck with Big Meach. You should fuck with Big Meach. Everybody fucks with Big Meach. <laughs> and yeah, I need more niggas in the shows. In the show, no way, bro. I swear. It's like for this show, and I saw this shit on um Too flagrant when it was like, this is a racism, isn't even thinking? And I'm like, yeah, because there's one nigga in the entire fucking show. I was like, cause and it's set in fucking the suburbs of L.A. Like how much racism you think is going to fucking be portrayed in an environment like this? I'm like, of course it isn't. Like, nigga, you've seen one, this one main character, one <laughs> character that's black in the entire fucking show. But all of a sudden, this racism isn't even an issue. I'm like, yeah, no shit, nigga. Jules. Um, I think Jules is going to definitely dump Rue. I think she's gonna find out. I wanna say very early on that Rue's still doing drugs. I don't know if it will be towards the end of the season or maybe in the middle of the season. I'm leaning towards the middle, especially if you've seen the um the kind of Rue and Jules specials, uh, pandemic specials that they released maybe like last year. But um, Jules' mom is an addict. And I think there's a lot of underlying trauma there that is gonna rear its ugly head, especially when Jules finds out that Rue's still doing drugs, even while they're together and before they were together. And then especially with her kind of distrust towards Elliot, which really isn't distrust towards him. It's really more of she knows Elliot does drugs. So she's trying to figure out like, is this a Ruin likes him? Or is he going to make her do drugs? Is she gonna put her on the wrong path again lo and behold (laughs) but I think it's gonna be a lot of that I think it's gonna be a lot of Jules not really fucking with Elliot not really knowing him and I think that once she gets to know him that shit is gonna kind of the truth is gonna kind of rear his ugly head and I don't think Rue's gonna try to placate her or like calm her down as far as what type of person Elliot is. I like think she's just going to ride that bitch till the wheels fall off till that whole thing implodes in her face. Um, and not in a good way. But, um... I wonder how they going to have sex. But that's... I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to go into that. As a cis heterosexual male, I'm not going to touch that with a 30,000-foot pole. Um honestly can't think of anything, any other characters that I missed. If I missed anybody, let me know in the uh, comments or in the thingy, because I think I hit everybody. But I do have some theories for episode three. Um, so I know a couple things that are definitely going to happen. One, Rue's going to start selling drugs. That's a terrible idea, but, you know, I'm not writing the show. So we'll. I'll just... We'll just be in for that motherfucking train wreck because it's coming. Um, I think Cassie's going to have a super nervous breakdown like a fucking, like she is on the wire and she's, in the, she's on the ledge and she's shoved finna the jump. Like swan time bomb dive off that bitch. Um, but I don't think she's going to stop fucking nate because you know nate is super manipulative and honestly cassie is not at the point emotionally and mentally where she feels 100 percent comfortable being by herself and i think until that happens for real for real i don't think that she's gonna want to stop fucking nate yeah, I just don't think it's gonna happen. Well maybe I don't know. It I it's hard to say because again, it seemed like that's what she wanted to do on the phone. But then when Nate was like, Yo, we'll just hash it out in person and he agrees with her, like, yo, we should stop, she just fucking breaks the fuck down. So I don't know. But, you know, it's gonna get more into that. Um Again, I still feel like Jules and Elliot are gonna become friends. I think that Jules is really gonna like start talking to Elliot, hanging out with Elliot, and realize, oh no, this dude is cool. Why am I tripping? Oh, I'm tripping because ass is still fucking doing drugs, and that's just gonna come to a head. That's just my opinion, and I and, and I think and Catherine's for sure gonna cheat on Ethan. I don't know what slow nigga is gonna come and be like, yo, I got a fat girl fetish. <laughs> And just fuck the shit out of her. I don't know, but I think it's it's for sure gonna happen. Like they either gonna break up or some gonna come, a hood ass nigga gonna come and just fuck the goddamn contacts out of ass. Um, I don't think anything cra- too crazy is gonna happen with Maddie next episode. I think that's still gonna just lay the breadcrumbs for her fucking the wife maybe fucking the husband cause they kind of ignored, like they kind of pushed the husband to the side. I don't know if he's a that nigga either. I don't he didn't look familiar to me, but um, I think it's, that's what's going to happen. It's either going to be more with her and the wife or it's going to be introducing the husband and he might do the same thing. And then she might be like, he's trying to rope me into a, some polyamory shit. Last, but certainly not least, I hope Fez bends Lex over his gas station counter while drinking a 40 (laughs) and smoking a blunt. Uh, But honestly, I think that him and Lex are still going to talk, but I think that something is going to come to the head as far as Fez being a drug dealer and Lex being a Jewish high school kid. <laughs> and that shit's just gonna come to a head as far as, you know, she might like love, love Fez but not really fuck with him doing drugs. Hmm. Sorry, y'all. Uh yeah. So I think that uh oh Big Lip McGee. Big lips I think is going to for sure. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, I think um, Big Lips McGee is going to definitely try to fuck Fez because Fez is a nice guy and he's probably the most stable person she's ever been around. Just because as soon as this nigga was like, yo, you want some of my sandwich after being like, yo, don't fucking talk to Ashtray. Don't come in my room. Don't touch my grandma. Don't move my motherfucking trading cards don't touch my weed don't touch my liquor don't move my fucking blinds you sit your ass right there you go to sleep you wake up and you do this shit all over again <laughs> do you want some of my sandwich and she was like yeah i'm like oh god she is for sure gonna try to fuck that man but um so we'll see excited for episode three This was cool. I like doing this. I think I'm going to keep doing this when I got time. I'm a busy man. I'm a busy man. But um, That's all I got. It's kind of monotone as fuck. I have a lot more animated shit to say. But, you know. Uh, Guess I forgot. But, uh, yeah. Like and subscribe to the channel. Like and subscribe to the podcast when it's just me and other people. It's probably a lot more Exciting than what the fuck this shit is, but uh, yeah, it's euphoria, baby. Hashtag, hashtag, big lips, McGee.